0: hello party people this is the just ideas podcast my name's andy i'm with andy and these are just ideas in today's episode we'll tell you andy urich's parenting philosophy and how we never get any real thrills Hey, party people, before we jump into this week's episode of the podcast, I wanted to let you know that my book, Just Ideas, will no longer just be an offering in paperback on barnesandnoble.com. That's right. On June 5th, I will be debuting the Just Ideas audiobook. You'll be able to find that online June 5th. One day, McIntyre's relaxing at home, and he hears a knock on the door. He springs up. He's not used to that. And so he waddles up to the door, he opens it, and he sees three Girl Scouts, They say, Sir, would you like to buy some Thin Mints, maybe a Samoa? And he goes, Wait a minute, where's your mother? They say, Well, she's not with us today. She's at home. That's ridiculous. How old are you? They say, We're 13. And he
1: goes, That's ridiculous. What do you think? What is ridiculous? It's ridiculous that we don't let kids out when they're a lot younger. (laughs) You're saying they should have been younger Girl Scouts. So I've been battling with, uh, I've been battling with, you know, when to let my boys. Go to the gathering place by themselves. Yeah, you live real close. It's a quarter of a mile to the edge of the park. Okay. And it's probably another quarter of a mile to the skate park where they want to go. Okay. And how old are your boys? These they're, Girl Scouts were 13. They're nine. Nine, right. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, the question is like, well, what happens if they skin their knee? And Uh-oh. I'm not there to tell them it's okay. Band aids in their backpack. And what if they don't go the way I tell them? Mm. And what if they get abducted? So. I found this organization called Free Range Kids. Free Range Kids. Okay, I only think of chickens when I think of Free Range. Well, but... Free Range Kids, and they're, they're going around trying to make kids be more daring. Oh. And, have, and there's all these you know, lawsuits and parents getting trouble for leaving their kids alone and letting someone babysit and go out of the house by themselves and so forth. So here's the stated mission of Free Range Kids. Mission statement. Here we go. They're fighting the belief that our children are in constant danger from creeps, kidnapping, germs, grades, flashers, frustration, failure, body snatchers, bugs, bullies, men, sleepovers, and or the perils of a non-organic grape. (laughs) Wait, wait, a non-organic grape? Yeah. Wow, that's quite the list there. So there's the people making sure their kids are super safe. Yes, they
0: are. Right. They did it. I mean, they, hey, real quick, to be devil's advocate, a lot of people are saying, that's my job as mom, as dad. Right. Keep my child safe.
1: So when I was a kid, we would get bug spray on our third day in the Everglades, right? Because <laughs> you'd have so many bugs from the first two. Yeah. Someone would remember to go find the bug spray. <laughs> and I would say in the time I was growing up in my life, I had thousands of mosquito bites and probably... Um, my family purchased a total of three cans of bug spray during my child taught. Maybe three. Yeah. I don't really remember there being bug spray, but there must have been. And it had DDT, so it was pretty good. <laughs> it really worked. Yeah. So, um, so I think I'm going to let my nine year old boys go to the park by themselves. Wow. Some parents are just screaming,
0: they're yeah. upset.
1: And I'm going to give them their brother's cell phone. And if someone scrapes their knee, they can call me. That would and work. I'm gonna, I'm, and I'm going to watch them like walk over there sure. to, make, to make sure they know exactly what they're doing and uh, see, see what they think. So that's our plan for the summer is to let them go to the park by themselves. Okay. You're full in on this mission statement. Yeah, because I, I, I believe you, know, you, you don't want your kid to grow up to be scared. So I'm having this this thing about my friend says um, we, we drove by the quick trip on Denver Okay. And and he said, I never go to this quick trip because there's so many homeless people and there are like fifty homeless people there. Yeah, yeah. There's a place like that. And I say, Well homeless people never never bother anybody. They're 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 famous for not bothering you. They'll ask you for money, but they don't do anything. No. Um, so he said, To be clever, there's nothing to be gained by going there and something could happen. So he doesn't mm. go there with his children. That's a lot of train of thought. could happen. A lot of people have that train of right? thought. It's yeah. like some people are religious. Because like, if it's true, I don't want to go to hell. <laughs> It's a pretty right? cheap just, way yeah, of looking at it. it yeah. I'm it's, but... it's, you know, just covering myself, right? Sure, sure. So what I told him was that there's a huge risk. And the risk is that your children grow up to be chicken. <laughs> and they won't cross the street. Well, they just, they just won't be brave. Right. And I sit in a college class where, you know, if you ask me what the number one problem is... People are sort of scared to take chances and get out of their comfort zone because they yeah. haven't had to take chances and haven't been out of the comfort zone. Yeah. So we, we didn't talk about when I was at Brahms and a homeless guy showed up. I have not talked about that. So I was there <laughs> with some other people and uh, a homeless guy came into Brahms and as homeless people are prone to do, they often try to tell the kids how to grow up not to be like them. This is one of the things that they do. It's happened to me a number of times. Really? Where a homeless person wanted to tell my... Uh, another... Um, now I'm telling a story in a story. Which is like, <laughs> Let me finish this one. Then I'll get to another one. So somebody jumped up. Some parent jumped up and said, you know, you need to leave. Stay away from my kids. Mm. Right? Yeah. And it, and, and the guy, of course, kept talking because he's homeless. <laughs> and he started explaining why he was talking. Yeah. And and, and the Plead thing about case. homeless people is if, if you want to have nothing accomplished for the rest of the day, start a conversation with a homeless person. <laughs> conversation's never gonna end. I've right? had long conversations with people experiencing homelessness, yeah. Yeah, they'll talk forever. Yeah. So the, what you do is you let them come up, you let them say their bit, and you say, okay, thanks so much. Yeah. And, then, and then they go on. Sure. So you don't wanna escalate. No. So this guy escalated. He, he, he was gonna, he told the homeless guy to go and the homeless guy wanted to tell him why he was gonna stay. <laughs> so he created something out of nothing. And the point of the story is scared the hell out of all the kids. Oh no! And and then one of my kids said, "Dad, I was scared." I'm like, "What were you we scared of?" He's like, "I don't know." Exactly. <laughs> there was nothing to be scared of. Right. But a grown up tells you to be scared, and, and so you become are scared. Absolutely. Because you can feel the, the fear, right? So <clears throat> another time, I'm with my two boys at the skate park. It's nine o'clock in the morning. This dude shows up full on drunk. I like this story. And he. Of all, what he decided to do was, he said he had a job, I don't know, but he, he had his niece's um, trick scooter Ooh. and he was just coming to the skateboard drunk at 9 o'clock. So he sees my boys and he says, let me show you some tricks boys, and he grabs their skateboard <laughs> and starts stumbling over it. Sure. Right? And we let him talk to us for, you know, I mean we didn't go out, you know, our, my boys were doing tricks coming back and forth, but he hung out with us for about 20 minutes and, yeah. and he, he was not. The homeless, the homeless guy who was going to... He probably did have a job. He was just drunk because he did not want to explain to the boys how to not end up like him. Mm. He started an argument that he had a lot more fun than their dad did and that they <laughs> should be like him. So he was trying to teach him a trick. Yeah. And uh, he couldn't do it. Sure. But about three or four months later, Theo figured out how to do the trick. Hey, look at that. And Theo says, hey, dad. That drunk guy would be really proud of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So um, so in the old days, I used to have a story that I told back when I was in my prime called Andy Land. Andy Land. And already 30 years ago, Wow. I was appalled at how safe society was. So I said there are no genuine thrills. Yes, I know. Like, you go to the amusement park... It's the safest place on the planet, right? You go on a roller coaster, wee, and nothing's going to (laughs) happen. Nothing's going to happen. Yeah, but that's what you want as a parent. No, 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 no. This is not a thrill. This is not a thrill. A thrill, it's like my students complaining about Spider-Man. A thrill is going to Abu Dhabi to teach a graduate class when you don't know what the hell you're talking about. (laughs) That is a thrill. That's the thrill. A thrill is not going on a roller coaster. Yeah. A thrill is not jumping out of an airplane with a parachute. Mm. Because you are not in control of the thrill. Gotcha. If you're driving your car too fast, well, you could kill yourself. Motorcycle, yeah, well, that's something. You're in control but, yeah, of it. Yeah, you're in control of it, so it's up to you. Parachute, what's the thrill? Some guy you don't know packed the chute right. <laughs> I'm out. Doesn't seem like a legitimate thrill. That said, Andy Land was dedicated to two fundamental principles. One is, there are no thrills left in life. So we're going to have thrills. Okay. And two, you should follow directions. Follow directions. Doesn't it irritate you that like everybody thinks they're so special, <laughs> they don't have to follow the directions? Oh, I've met several people just like that. That's almost everybody. <laughs> right? So at Andyland, there are genuine thrills. Okay. And you should follow instructions. So here's some examples. So every ride is designed to maim or possibly even kill one out of every ten thousand people who goes on it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you go to the amusement park and you go up in that little parachute thing. You know, it pulls you way up. Yeah. And yeah. And then no it sure. drops. Yeah. And it slows down at the end. Yeah. I call it like a I slingshot like, or something. I don't know. This is how it's. Exc- Ooh, I'm going fast. <laughs> Think about the thrill. If there was just a one in ten thousand chance, that thing wasn't going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's a genuine thing. I mean, you'd be like, ah! <laughs> right? And what it would be doing is training people that the bad thing's not going to happen. Because hmm. you, you could go on it 200 times, not going to happen to you, but somebody Some is going what? down. Like the person who wins the casino, the person whose house gets hit by a tornado. Right. Right? It's going to happen to someone, but it's not going to happen to you. And this is what <laughs> it could teach people, right? Yeah. So the roller coaster. One out of 10,000 times, just disconnected from the track, (laughs) off into the crowd, right? Yeah, yeah. And then we've got some rides that are like fight for your life, like we just release the safety bar. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. So you could keep yourself in the car, or if you're weak, maybe you won't. You don't. So some of them are going to be it's up to you whether you can save yourself. Yeah. Right? Bumper cars. Every 10,000 times, we turn up the electricity. So the cars go about 60. Yeah. And you get electrocuted if you try to jump out, right? Oh my so you're gosh. just a victim of what's going to go on in that case. It's a house okay? of horror. So the first thing you know is that a whole bunch of our least favorite kind of people yeah. are going to go to Andy Land just to watch. Oh, no. It's the people who watch Fox News, right? Oh. They love harm. <laughs> they love danger, but they won't participate themselves. No. So the question is, what are we going to do with the people who just come to watch, but won't participate. Sell them a lot of popcorn,
0: right? Popcorn and soda. Absolutely. 1000% (laughs)
1: markup. Yeah, enormous containers of it. Right. a huge markup. We're gonna have a ride called Roving band of thugs. Roving band of thugs. And it's like four big mean guys with nunchucks. (laughs) And if they notice you're just watching, they work you over a little bit. (laughs) They work you over with nunchucks. And I mean, not like everybody. No, of course. Three or four people or groups of people every day get worked over. We're running a business here. So you run the risk. (laughs) So nobody can enter without the the risk of harm. Yeah. So even if you don't participate, there would be a risk.
0: I like I like it. I'm gonna start telling people, no, I'm not gonna to go to the amusement park with you. I'm gonna go, thrill not a not not a big enough thrill to jump uh, out of an airplane. You wanna to go to Andy Land. <laughs> I need to go to ambulance. And I
1: think the only states that would allow this would be like Arkansas and South Carolina, right? A very <laughs> primitive state <laughs> Primitive. Would, would allow a genuine thrill. Yes, yes. Right? Something where you don't know if it's Directions. Going to Kid has to be this tall to ride to ride. Okay, you're making a hand movement here. How tall is this for our Whatever listeners? It is. Whatever okay. But the point of the story is, if you're not that high, you fly out of the ride. You still because, get to ride it. I mean, go on. You're supposed to be this tall. If you don't, you're going to fly out. And then on the roller coaster, you know how it always says, keep your hands in the car. And what yeah. does everybody do? Right out of the car. Hands right out. Yeah. So you go through this little box blade. And anything... Outside the car will be taken off.
0: You're going to get shut down, and we're just going to have to well, it's say not going to,
1: it's not going to happen too many times before um, people catch on right. that you need to follow instructions. Okay, at Andy Land. Oh, rule two, right? I forgot. Right? So rule two okay. is you need to follow instructions. So That's here's right. the thing that I think this was the punchline of the Andy line of the Andyland story. We're thinking of making a ride in Andyland. Okay, we're thinking about it. Yeah, and it goes like this. We're gonna take the car off of the um the roller coaster track. So right. you are in complete control. and not like that kitty ride that goes six miles an hour with a metal bar in the middle so you can't you know get DV8, out of the. Mobile. yeah this yeah. is like a free range roller coaster vehicle. Yeah. it's gonna weigh four to six thousand pounds. Heavy, heavy. heavy. <laughs> it can go sixty miles an hour. Quick. But we're not putting a governor on it, so there's a sign that says "Don't go more than 60." But we're not really gonna do anything about it. People can, you know, we're gonna hope they follow the rules, as okay. they should. Rule so here's two. what we're gonna do on this ride: we're gonna line everybody up on this side, everybody up on the other side. So we got people like sort of coming towards each other. Gotcha. Now you got to be 16 years old to ride this ride. We're gonna have an age limit on it. You got to be 16. And uh, what we're gonna do is we're gonna have the people race towards each other. <laughs> Okay. Okay. They're racing towards each other, and they're gonna make a near miss of maybe six feet, miss each other by six feet. And to make sure they don't run into each other, we're gonna put a line. And you're just supposed to stay on your side of the line. And you say, Who wants to do this ride? Sixty miles an hour, four thousand pounds, six feet apart? Hell no. The name of this ride is a two-lane highway. Two-lane highway. (laughs) And that's what it is. And you drive to the amusement park. Yeah. In a 4,000 pound vehicle, <laughs> six feet away from an SUV, oh, yeah. a tractor trailer, oh, yes. people smoking marijuana, of course. people drinking 16 year olds playing with their phone, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. and then you're just not thinking anything, can't wait to get to... Six Flags and have a thrill. The thrill is over. <laughs> the, the, over the thrill is over once you arrive. Over when yeah. you get there. Yeah. <laughs> so our big ru- signature ride is going to be the two-lane highway. Wow!
0: Wow! That's perfect for a strawhead right there. Thinking they're doing something and just place to go spend money on
1: something you did to get there, right? And as soon as the the safetyism people figure out that a two-lane highway is dangerous. <laughs> Right? We're going to have to wear helmets, probably have airbags already inflated on the front of our car. Yeah. They'll put a wall that comes up. Naturally. Yeah, and, and, and the point of the story is, be careful. But if there is no danger, people stop being careful. Yeah. So that, then that's not just a made-up story. Research on safety shows the safer you make people, the less they pay attention. So if you're huh. scared of the wrong risks, right? you're scared of being hit by lightning, you're scared of your house being robbed, but you're not scared of a two-lane highway which is the greatest risk of cause of death of people up until you hit the era where you start getting, you know, sicknesses that kill you right? Sure, but probably sure. up to 50 car accidents the biggest risk. Yeah, oh yeah. And people don't think about driving. They think about these all, these other silly things and they think it's dangerous to go to an amusement park or let your kids run around by themselves.
0: But you're saying no. I mean, I'm thinking about it here and it's just like You have all these people that have an idea of what danger is and so they run up the risk factor on it but the things that are maybe commonplace they're ignoring the dangers but you get into this conversation of what's this fine line between trying to communicate and scare people just enough to pay attention but not so much that you're insulating them from walking to the gathering place and that's
1: a hard question right because you know people say well you know maybe they're gonna steal your children but children children don't get stolen by strangers Mm. almost all of them are you know family members people you come in contact yeah I think that some churches have a a record of problems sadly yes Um, but it's not strangers going to the zoo looking for two kids while their parents head is turned and nabbing them right now if you have a massively dysfunctional family and the kids are free-ranging day after day after day, and the parents are disengaged or gone, you know, somebody starts watching. I'm not going to say that's not going to happen, but people don't go to public places and steal 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 properly parented children. I'm betting. And I'm and it, it's an all in bet. And yes. you say, why are you gonna bet your children? I'm like, well first of all I have twins, so I have an extra. Right? That's the first thing. <laughs> and secondly I very much want them to be to grow up to be brave. I don't care whether they're gifted, I don't care what their grades are. What I care is that they're brave. Sure. And they're self-assured and they feel like they can take care of themselves. It's admirable, it really is, but I know
0: we haven't convinced everyone there's still people that'll say, you know, I trust my kids, I'm a proper parent, it's the other people I don't trust. There's always gonna be people like that, so what do we do? The
1: thing you have to figure is, when's the day you set them free? Yeah. And you would wanna prepare them for that day. Sure, sure. And I have one of the jokes of my, my things is, if you want your child to go to college, and explode, keep the jack boot on them till the day you set them free and they just run. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you want you wanna give them as much leash as you can give them. You want them to make a bad decision that causes a little bit of pain. Yeah. So that, you know, when they get set free, they don't get squished. That
0: might be the perfect place to end it. So for just ideas, my name's Andy, and that was Andy. Hey, party people. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Just Ideas podcast. Be sure to follow me, Andy Brophy, on LinkedIn so you can read my bi-weekly newsletter that alternates with our podcast release schedule. That way, every single Thursday, you can have something to read or listen to from Just Ideas. Also, don't forget to leave us a review on Apple and also now on Spotify.